The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Boy, did I love the movie Unbroken. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. There's a new movie in theaters September 14th called Unbroken Path to Redemption. It's the rest of the true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic runner and later prisoner of war hero in World War II. It's his life after war. It compassionately shows how he worked through his demons and his anger, and more importantly, found peace with God. Unbroken Path to Redemption is especially timely and is in theaters September 14th. Check out unbrokenfilm.com, unbrokenfilm.com. Can I, can I explain? Yes, because um, I don't know if I can fully do it justice, so I'm just going to share some clips, yeah, just some excerpts from the Wired, from the Wired article. Okay. The most fiendish trolls are evolving into professionals, the article says, mm-hmm. using bait so effective that people can't seem to help biting. They represent the so-called alt-right, the meme fluent arm of white nationalism. The alt-right mm-hmm. is the meme fluent arm. Of American white nationalism. Okay. Even as their memes morph into militaristic propaganda. Because <laughs> Pepe the Frog. Because, come on. If Pepe the Frog cannot rally up a f- bunch of white people to against the, the minorities. I mean, it's militaristic pop yes. propaganda. Yes. They said this loosely organized troll army inhabiting extremist corners of social media has adopted a new tactic. Claiming mundane objects like, well, I'll get to those in a minute, mundane objects as symbols of white supremacy. Even reappropriation provides another reminder that trolls' greatest strength lies in weaponizing your anger. Whoa. Weaponizing. I told you about it yesterday. Didn't didn't we cover this word yesterday? Yes. They're weaponizing your anger. Not their anger, your. They're pissing you off, and that's their weapon. Wow. They, They go on to say, This goes beyond sowing irritation or confusion among normies or snowflakes. Hold on, normies? That's in quotes. That's a a thing. So who's a normie? Like people that don't get triggered? No, normies, the non-alt-right people. Oh! The good-loving people on the left. Oh, the Antifa. They misspelled Antifa. (laughs) Yes, and normies, that's what it was. They misspelled it poorly. They completely misspelled Antifa. No F in there at all. No. (laughs) It says the alt-right is attempting to normalize itself and its ideas. You ready? Okay. Now, here's where it gets. Okay. The way they want to normalize it, it says if anybody who drinks, because milk is a, is a white power yes, symbol. Yes, I, I found that out yeah, as white. well. Yes. I'll go down the yes. list because okay. I, I think I got some. But they said if anyone who drinks milk might be called a Nazi, the idea of someone being a Nazi starts to look more pedestrian. I think what they're saying is... You know, milk is a is a white power symbol. So when you see people drinking milk, and any one of them could be a Nazi, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like, I know that's a white the power symbol. Mm, that guy's drinking milk. He might be a Nazi. Then, you know, people being Nazi seems pretty normal. Okay. That's okay. Good old milk drinking guy there, you yeah, know. I can relate. He blah, becomes, blah, blah. No, you're normalizing yes. this milk drinking uh, yeah. activity, yes. right? I mean, you're out there and people are just randomly drinking milk. It looks very normal. Yes. 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 They say conspiracy theorists... Also use secret symbols and gestures, but the alt-right turned it upside down, then inside out. Mm -hmm. Rather than accuse other people of secretly communicating an evil agenda, uh, see their idea that you're doing it. They say all of this, in the eyes of the troll, makes the mainstream media look like buffoons. Mm. The mainstream media are not making themselves look like no, buffoons. No, just the alt right. The alt right. The yes. alt right is the one doing all of this. Mm-hmm. It's not CNN's constant no. Trump derangement syndrome no. coverage. It's no. not that. It's you. this. So the idea is, 
the trolls started the alt-right trolls. Okay. And by the way, of course, that is the uh, meme-fluent arm of the white nationalists. Yes, Remember yes, that. That's yes, who we're yes, talking yes, about. Yes. Those who've created the militaristic propaganda. Yeah, those the people. frog. Right. They have said, all right, we're here at the... All right, we're at the meeting. We're at the meme-fluent arm of the white nationalists. You know, the alt-right the meeting. Yeah, yeah. We can take roll call. All right, great, great. We'll just skip that. We all know we're white. All right, here's the deal. We could go out there and offer up our little hand signals, mm-hmm. our little dog whistles. Okay. It's kind of a secret. You there with me? Yeah, got your back. But how about this? How about we create fake racist symbols and it'll drive them crazy? Hmm. We'll kind of gaslight them. Okay. That's their plan. That's the <clears throat> white supremacist people's plan. The so-called alt-right, oh, oh, right, yes. who is the meme-fluent arm of the um, white nationalists. The white nationalists, right. yes. That's their plan. So <sighs> They're giving way too much credit, guys. So the OK symbol is a white power symbol. Yes. But it only became that as a fake white power symbol, symbol. from the alt-right to trigger, trigger everybody on the left. The normies. The normies, exactly. But now that they recognize this is, uh, it just is. It is. So there it is. So the alt-right creates the fake ones. Like they'd go, see this bell? It's a Racist. white bell. Boom. I just create some sort of backstory on how, well, it's a Matt Bevan bell, and we know he's a racist because he's a Republican. So oh, yes. You just say bell ringing, cowbell ringing, boom. That's a white power symbol. Mm-hmm. And then people start tweeting out a little picture of it or a bell in parentheses or whatever it is, and it becomes a thing, and they're like, it's a, so, it's a white power symbol. Mm. It starts triggering them. You got it now? I think so. Now, I have a list of some of the um, lesser known. We mentioned milk. Do you know how that became a, uh, a white power symbol? Because it's white? No, that's what I thought, too. Because white people only drink milk? There's a uh, Nature article in 2013 uh, that says that Northern European adults have no trouble with lactose. Oh, are you kidding me? White people can drink milk. Others can. Now, there is a little science to this, too. Everybody at some point in their life becomes, lactose on some level, yeah. lactose intolerant. It may not be yeah. real problem. might be a slight one. But every adult does because our bodies aren't made for that. Mm-hmm. But there are certain races <clears throat> that have much more trouble with it. They say something like, I remember reading this article 10 years ago. If you're Asian, like 90% of Asians by the time they're like 22 have lactose intolerance mm-hmm. on some level. Yeah. And then it goes up. It's like, uh, then Hispanics, then blacks, whatever. But whites have the least trouble with it. Mm. So that's the reason, Chris. We could sit there and drink milk, and it's just rubbing y'all's nose in it. Your Mm. non-white nose is being rubbed in the fact that I can do this, and you get kind of white privilege. (laughs) Eye contact. What's with the eye? Hold on. Eye contact is racist? I mean, it's a white supremacist? It's a a racist microaggression. Uh, this according to Oxford University. Students, students who avoid making eye contact could be guilty of racism. What? Yeah. <clears throat> what science is behind that? This was uh, la- an article last year. This is from the UK. Uh, the university's equity and diversity unit has advised students not speaking directly to people could be deemed a racial microaggression, which could be- lead to a mentally ill health call. So not only are they calling that person a racist, it's calling that person mentally ill? Right. So unless you make eye contact. You're n- and then, of course, sushi. That would be another sushi, one. Sushi, that's white power slash racist? 
Well, yeah, according to if you if you have sushi uh, or other non-Western foods and you put it on like Instagram or Snapchat or you post on other social media, um, that um, perpetuates racist racist stereotypes about ethnic dishes. No, what about me appreciating a nice plate of sushi? Chris, Western foods fetishize fetish size other cultures. So white food or Western food is the norm. Other food then seems like a fetish. Exotic. It's, it's exotic. It's mm. different. So uh, you put that out there. Sushi, boom, racist. These are just a couple of the examples. You got to know these. Do you want to trigger some race war? Well, we're already in a race Why war. Is a, there? a new battle in the race war today. Mm. You, want, you really want to be that guy? Because it's out there. Right there mm. in the Supreme Court nominee hearing. Brett Kavanaugh yesterday. Uh, so... Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.